Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. Billy Graham once said that the next great move of God, he believed, would be among Christians in the marketplace. We believe that, too. We want to be a part of it, and we want to help equip and inspire you to do the same. So please, follow us on socials, at Expert Ownership. If you haven't been to our website yet, check it out, expertownership.com. But we are excited about what God is going to speak through us to you today. Here we go. Welcome to Expert Ownership. This is a podcast where we help launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. Did you know that, Jason? I'm so thrilled to hear you say that. <laughs> well, it's December, we're wrapping the year up, and we've got a few weeks before the year comes to a close, but this is a good time where you start seeing these lists like your Spotify most listened to this year, or you see like countdowns, and you see all these different end-of-year activities. Let's do the same thing today. Okay. I want to talk through lessons learned for us personally for 21, not that everybody really cares specifically about what's going on in our lives, but I do know this, the experiences that we have, when we share them, end up being the little moments that people look back on and say, oh, that's right. I feel so much better that they struggled with that too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. Can I start? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay, so everybody knows we've been speaking on stage with Life Surge, and it's awesome. We love Life Surge. Uh, talk about Life Surge for just a second. Like, just, what just is Life Surge? Go to lifesurge.com yeah, and, and you can it's figure it out. It's kingdom entrepreneurship. I mean, it's it's literally if you think about a Zig Ziglar get motivated conference with yes. ten thousand people, and they're all getting motivated, and then couple that with Robert Kiyosaki's back end classes to teach you how to do real estate. Imagine a get motivated one day event, but it's specifically for Christian entrepreneurs in order uh, to grow and to surge their life and their business God's way. And it's coupled by all these training platforms with these amazing backend training partners that can help people actually do what they got motivated to do on that one day. It's pretty amazing. It's That's awesome. one, of the, one of the biggest takeaways of 2021 for us at Expert Ownership is that we came into the whole Life Surge ecosystem as partners with them. And so we're yeah, we really pumped. They got we got we're speaking on stage with Tim Tebow and Willie Robertson and Auntie Ann from Auntie Ann's Pretzels. You know I had my very first Auntie Ann's Pretzels oh, standing right cin- next to her. That Gosh. cinnamon and sugar. I had never had one before. Auntie Ann's a and then genius. I'm standing next to her and I'm like, "Holy ca- what? I didn't realize it was like cuz I hate pretzels." But then I know that was not a pretzel. Not these. That was a, that was that's a donut. It's a, a borderline a Krispy Kreme donut. It was a donut better. put into a figure four leg lock. Okay. But but anyway. <laughs> okay, okay, David. So just, I was just going to say, the whole thing with Life Surge, they had asked us to kind of incorporate to a lot of these business leaders some of the things that we've been doing that have led to kingdom success, specifically impact over income in the marketplace. And I remember thinking to myself, I was nervous because I didn't want to like... I didn't ever know how would others respond? How would other business leaders and Christian business owners respond if I said, we need to start our meetings with listening prayer? Like we've done that in our own business and in our own personal lives, but I've never like actually led people through it. Jason and I have just not done that. I've not led a big group of entrepreneurs through a listening prayer exercise where we put on some William Augusto. Yeah, explain, just because like the mystique <laughs> yeah. of listening prayer, let's not assume that everybody understands this or sure, practices yeah. this. Well, what we say in context of business is that God is your business partner. He's the majority partner, but he's brought you in as managing partner. And he has a lot to say about your business that will help you if you listen to him. But you have to get the margin in your day 
to spend that time listening to him and journal. So what we say is the very first part of your day. It's the best part of your day. Before all the stuff enters your mind, you spend that time alone and you need an environment that is conducive to you hearing things. And that would be where you get low-level lighting and you turn on some really good music. Don't have any music with words. Because then that's, we like William Augusto. William Augusto is our guy. He's soaking music. Just find him on um, iTunes. Uh, iTunes or Spotify or whatever. You just get that going and listen. Ask God, God, what do you have to say about my business? What do I need to do? And, and then, then obviously move that into your family. Yeah, have a wife. journal. Yes. And have a journal ready to write. We do this with people. We usually give, if we're going to do a workshop, we'll give a good solid 30 to 45 minutes to this. And we'll take 15 minutes of just listening prayer and we'll have the music playing. And you're watching these entrepreneurs literally writing. I had one guy say, I've never done this before. And in eight minutes, I wrote down an entire page of notes. He said, I've never even thought that God actually would speak to me like that. Yeah, Yeah. we we need to say something about that because, you know, I used to take kids to camp every summer. And at camp, most camps, at least most Christian camps, have some experience towards the end of the week or the end of the five days or whatever where they say, hey, we're going to go have a 15-minute quiet time. Something like that where you get away by yourself and you just reflect. Most of these kids, and these are usually high school-aged kids, or they were at the time, most of these kids come back and they say some version of, I've never done that before. I've never just stopped for a few minutes to just listen and be quiet. And guess what? If they're not doing it at 18 and they're not learning these habits by then, they're definitely not doing it at 25, 35, and 45. Oh, especially, you know, when we were kids in youth camp, the pastor could say, all right, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes and imagine you're only by yourself. And when you did that, you could legitimately be by yourself because you did not have a phone in your pocket. That's right. Vibrating with notifications. It's so hard for kids, but it's just as hard for adults. So when we stepped out in faith saying, okay, we're going to introduce listening prayer, I was actually nervous because I thought, crap, you know, it's very easy to introduce methods before mindsets. And it's easy to go straight to practicals before the presence of God, and those sell more books. But when you say, get quiet, let's put on some low-level lighting and let's play some music. So here we did it. And I just remember watching the room transform in 10 minutes. And then we did a 15 to 20 minute little testimonial time. Was it, would anybody like to share what God, some of you tuck it away like Mary did. She treasured these things in her heart, don't share. But others, you know if you need to share. And man, just listening to the testimonies, and the most recent one we did here in our office with all these entrepreneurs that flew in for our three-day workshop. And I'll just never forget the one guy raises his hand. He's like, I need to make things right with my wife. And tonight I'm going back to the hotel and I'm going to call her. You know, another guy's like, I've never prayed out loud before. You know, another dude is like, I, I'm i not walking with the Lord. Another person said, "I there's a relationship I need to mend. And I'm sitting there in my office thinking, this is revival. This We've been praying for this kind of stuff. But it was taking that risk of saying, okay, Lord, I believe you want us to incorporate listening prayer into our business in terms of our coaching and teaching and training. And I did not want to do it, but we took that step. And now it's really, it's become a staple. And it's something that you can apply like today, like tomorrow morning, wake up, get a journal, get some William Augusto soaking music on and listen to the Lord and start writing. You can do that on your own. But if you ever want to join us, there's a very easy way to do it. You go to lifesurge.com. You can figure out when an event is coming in your city. And then from there, you get an opportunity to sign up for one of our little, we call them momentum classes, where you get a chance to, to spend time with us or, or, uh, and or our coaches that will walk you through listening prayer and show you how we do it and incorporate it into our business. It's, it's a very, very fun thing. So, we'll be in 20 different cities in 22. Yeah, that's yeah. right. 20, yeah, that, 22, 22, that, 20 cities. That's a lot of 20s. That is 20, 22. 20 cities. 
No, 20. Is All right, what else? What else have we learned? 2022. So is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Lessons learned. Jason. Lesson learned 2021, and obviously my business coach, Eric Beck, walked me through this. You can only do what you're authorized to do, and that includes with your time. He said that when Jesus and John 5 went in and he healed that paralytic, he didn't heal all the other ones. He wasn't authorized to heal the other ones. He could have spent the rest of the day there healing all the rest of them, but he had to go and he had to preach at another city. He was authorized to heal that one and then authorized to go preach at that city. With our time, and specifically with me, I realized that I was doing things in 2021 I wasn't authorized to do because out of the goodness of my heart. And he said, if you don't have a very clear vision of what you're supposed to be doing, you will no longer be doing authorized work. What you'll be doing is you'll be jumping at every opportunity that comes your way. So for me, I am not a one-on-one business coach. I'm very inspirational, motivational, and I like talking vision, but I like doing that with a big group. Right. But I know that there are some people that'll reach out to me and say, hey, can you help me with this business problem? Can you help me? And, next and what do you do? What I'm, do you do? I'm coaching them. I'm like, okay, for crying out loud. And they're asking me things, and I'm doing this because I want to help them and I love them. But I'm not authorized to do that. And so I learned in 2021, one of the ways that I can see if I'm authorized or I'm not is monitoring my energy levels. And if I'm doing something and I'm not feeling more energized in the doing of it, I need to stop doing it. I'm not doing authorized work. And so that was my biggest takeaway for 2021, me particular in terms of business, is only do authorized work. Okay, so entrepreneurs listening today, they're going to hear what you just said and they're going to say, I think Jason just said I'm allowed to say no to stuff. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Right? And, and you should. And again, as Christians, we sometimes feel like, well, I mean, isn't it more loving or more kind to come alongside them and help them out? And you're saying, not necessarily. Yep. What has God mandated for you to do? And if it's not that, come alongside them individually in a one-on-one format, you might actually be spinning your wheels here yeah. and wasting time, pulling it away from the things that God wants you to be doing. I've, yeah. I've, I've quite often reference Andy Stanley's book, Choose to Cheat. And as much as Jason and I, I, we love Stanley's leadership. I I would pray that he'd step into some of these other hot-button cultural issues and give us some leadership as well, because he's so articulate. But he wrote this book, Choose to Cheat. Every decision that you make, you're cheating somebody. Now you need to make a choice on who you're going to cheat. So that's where you have to say no to certain things. And that's where, that's why Eric Beck specifically coming in and even honing in our vision, mission, and purpose, this has been so helpful for us, because now once you hone that in, and we create what we call anchor activities, which I absolutely love. By the way, that is my lesson for the year. We'll talk about that oh, in a second. Sorry. Keep okay. going, keep going, keep going. I'll leave it alone. Then. No, talk about. let's talk about it together. If you think about the trend line up and to the right, and yes. if you just think about your life, where you are at the beginning of 2021, and then at the end of the page on the right side is the end of 2021, and if hopefully your trend line is up and to the right, it's you, not a straight it's line. It's not a straight line. It, it, now, you imagine the vision is a straight line, but you have anchor activities which always cross that line. So you have an activity. Typically, to get to the end goal, it's a zigzag. That's it's, right. It's You're moving toward it, but then you're kind of veering off, but then boom, an anchor activity will put you back on the path. And that anchor activity is part of our coaching element. That's, That's right. Like, because a coach can keep you as close to that straight line up into the right and as possible. And it's listening prayer. Listening prayer was one of those. You know, debt was another thing. Jason and I had gotten our companies. Years ago, completely out of debt, personally out of debt, by God's grace, zero debt. And as the interest rate began to really drop, and I began looking at these other opportunities in the marketplace, I thought, you know what? I think I can open up a line very cheap 
and make some strategic business moves. And I did. I never thought I would do that. 10 years ago, I would have been like, heck no, I will never do that. But I did it very conservatively. I borrowed less than, shoot, 3% of our net worth. But I did that, and those business opportunities ended up turning in very good returns for us. So I'm, I'm thankful that I was willing to kind of step outside of my comfort zone in 2021 with that. But the anchor activity of minimizing debt is still part of my rhythm. So what's your, what's your thought? On anchor uh, activities? Anchor activities. Well, I just, what I liked about that lesson, that principle so much is the expectation from the beginning is you will veer off course. That's right. So instead of saying, I'm going to do this with perfection as my end goal, yeah. it's not that. It's do you have system in place? Do you have anchor activities in place that when you, not if, but when you get off course, yeah. you can stop and say, almost like a checks and balances system okay, how do I get back on course? How do I course correct at this point? Because it's going to happen. And what I like about this visual is if you zoom out far enough, that little zigzag that you see of how your progress actually looks, actually looks a lot like a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. So we're the ones who are close to it. And we're like, oh my gosh, I'm totally not on my path. But I don't know anybody who set a plan and actually did it according to plan 100% of the time. Oh, totally. Nobody. Not, not those who have ambition in their heart to accomplish things for the Lord. That's if right. If you don't, then it's really easy to just retire and chill, and you're on the straight path to whatever you think is your end goal, and you've got no discomfort. But that, for me, I think is the same for you, Larry, that when Eric taught us the value of anchor activities and how your path to your vision is a zigzag line, it's not a straight line. That's right. And your anchor activities is what keeps that zigzag moving toward the goal. It honestly freed me. Yes. I felt free in my spirit, like, oh, so I'm not a failure. Yes. Because that- I've tried probably six or seven different things this year already that I'm like, I thought that's what I was supposed to do, but it's not. That's right. Well, even even with technology, like we switched mid-year from one massive technology platform to a new one, thinking that that was the move, and that was going to systematize and streamline everything. And then all of a sudden, you start having some personnel issues around that technology. It's like, oh my goodness, we're going backwards. But yes. we were constantly moving forward. We kept our meetings. You know, We kept moving. We kept our, our sales page dates in line. We just kept that moving forward. And now at the end of the year, it's like, okay, yeah, I can definitely see the zigzag, but we still moved up and to the right. That's right. And if you're the kind of person that decides that your behavior is going to, you're going to retrofit your values to your behavior, then great. To your point, Jason, you'll always be on a straight line. Because just to be like, wherever I was walking, that's where I was supposed to go. It's like, well, I don't think that's what God has called you to. I think he's called you to be principled and allow your values and your principles to now dictate your behavior. In which case, you're always going to be on a zigzag because you're going to say, okay, as long as I have the systems, these anchor activities in place to get me back on course in time, then I'm going to be doing okay. I have to learn to be okay with that, that my path isn't going to be straight. And that's usually the bigger issue. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I really wanted this to work. And he's like, it is working. What do you mean? He's like, well, you're making progress. I'm like, yeah. I know, but not the way I wanted to. It's like, that's not the point. The goal isn't to do it the way you want to. The goal is yeah. to accomplish it. Can and I the- give you a physical anchor activity I started? Yeah. So this year, my, my joints have been bothering me. So I'm 46 now. So I decided, okay, in the gym, I'm not going to lift more than 135 pounds, whether it's a back squat or whatever. And this I'm is very Tom Brady of you. I, made that, I know. I made it 95 pounds. Okay, so Jason's 95. I should probably drop. Um, and, and see, but, and, and mine's 95 and his is 135, but I still got a much better rack than he's got. Like right here, the no shoulder, one knows what a rack <laughs> shoulder, is. chest area. Okay. So anyway, but then I started taking, my wife told me I needed to take a fish oil 
I take fish oil. I love this it. is not an affiliate deal or anything. It should be though. <laughs> but, but, I, I but speaking these, of fish take... oil, if you combine the two, you have foil. Have you ever bit into tin foil? Uh, <laughs> now that's for the, all the old people with those <laughs> silver fillings. That hurts. <laughs> okay, so I take fish oil now. So I've dropped the load of my weight, but I've I, I maintain the intensity of my workouts when when it's no resistance. In other words, I don't get intense with resistance at all. I do it slow and methodical, but I get intense when there's no resistance, like an airdyne bike or a rower or an elliptical machine or something. There's no resistance there. So you can get intense that way. So anyway, as a result of all of that, my joints feel better. I'm taking the fish oil. I feel great. Now I just got to, if I can get past, like that 7 to 10 p.m. window at night is a killer for me. Well, it's that's like your ice cream very, window is what I like to call it. Is. it. It's like that Marvin Gaye, Let's Get It On <laughs> song. It just, between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m., it's like a disco ball goes right above my refrigerator, and I hear Marvin Gaye again saying, let's get it on, and I'm just like staring at that refrigerator. Yeah. I can't stop. That's so, a perfect way to end 21, I think. Yeah. On that note, you I staring saw, at the fridge. No, it's not him staring at the fridge. It's him man-hugging the fridge with a leg wrap and a scream cry. <laughs> and a scream cry. I got my head on its shoulder. That's amazing. All right, let's end with this. 2021, great year. I know there are a couple of weeks left, but this is you know, winding down quickly. Yep. Own it or loan it. So own it, you're going to keep it, you believe in it, you're going to support it. Loan it is, I don't want anything to do with that, I'm giving it away, somebody else guess, take it. Can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah. Candy canes. No, but... Oh, gag. Okay. I mean, people, real, real quick, candy canes. Loan it. Loan. Yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't, disgusting. wasn't even what I was going to do. If it doesn't have chocolate, it needs to go. Okay, own it or loan it, because this has been a, a, a hot topic for us in recent months, especially with folks in our coaching community. Quitting. Quitting. Yeah. Uh, are you kidding? Why would you even ask that? Own it or loan it. Is it, it is it okay? Uh, 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 yeah, okay. So you got to define quitting. Both. Uh, it can be both because those in business, if they're smart, they, they, they start things fast, but then they, they go ahead and get rid of things fast. I got yep. a buddy of mine that, that put a million dollars into some software, and then when he realized this isn't going the direction I want, he, he quit it immediately. So I'm, well, like I'm kind of quitting, both. quitting smoking, quitting eating <laughs> sugar, like, or or quitting on the vision that God has given to you. I think that I think the second category is what we're discussing here. Quitting when you feel like I had it, it was given to me. I thought this is what I was supposed to do, but I think no, I got to move on. I would I would use the word pausing, put put it on the shelf, commit it to the Lord, move on. That's because David is better than you. Yeah, that's exactly. why he's like Larry. Let's <laughs> redefine the word. Well, yeah, Not quitting. I mean, it's you pausing, Larry. It is. It's pausing, but we never quit. We either learn or we grow or we win. So he's known we it. Achieve. He's known it. Yeah. All right. On that note, thanks for tuning in to Expert Ownership. This podcast today was brought to you by CHM, Christian Healthcare Ministries. If you want to find out more, expertownership.com slash CHM. And as always, a little reminder, impact over income. We really want you to have both, but just get the order right. All right. We'll talk to you next time. 